0: This episode of the Welcome to the Potty Podcast is brought to you by Bet With Joel. Bet With Joel is a premium betting service where you can subscribe to any package to get the most well-researched bets from Joel himself, a, a uh, coveted professional sports better. He has done so well that he's been restricted to a max bet of $5 on all booking sports betting services. Um, if you sign up to bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com/ref/welcome-to-the-potty and enter promo code potty-exclusive50, you can get 50% off your your first week subscription. Um, I've been on bet with Joel for five or six weeks. I have had one losing day. Okay. This guy has been making me money, he's been making some of my friends' money, and uh, it's the best uh, subscription service that you can get for a legitimate second income. Betwithjoel.com slash ref, R-E-F, slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Let's start the show. Welcome to the potty, welcome to Welcome, welcome, on, on. Welcome, baby, welcome. Yeah. welcome to the party, bang Bung! It's your man, Claytron. Aga A, the big boss man. Aga A, the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. aka the milkman, because I always deliver. aka A, the PhD of podcasting. The magnum PI of podcasting. The fucking Zion Williamson of podcasting. The Greek freak of podcasting. The fucking. You know Nathan Jones of podcasting Okay It's fucking football Saturday And we've got f- Fucking regular Uh Guests of the show Friend of the show Mr. Corey Maynard Is getting involved today Good to be here boss Good to have you here Oh good to be in Melbourne Recording in Melbourne This week boys And girls probably And um We're, we're bloody fucks, Fucking Siri Real professional Um we're, we're off to watch you, Corey, play footy today against Box Hill, Hawthorne's um second side. Hawthorne's VFL team, VFL. that's right. Yeah. And good day for it. What are we thinking? This isn't um no one's gonna hear this until the game's <laughs> actually finished, so there's no insider trading here. Nah, they're pretty good. We they won the premiership last year.
1: They beat us in the in grand final last year. So grand final rematch. Mm. They're traveling a little bit better than us this year. So mm. see how we go. And do you have do you have another year on your contract? Nah, I'm out of contract at the end of this year, bro. Mm. See how the hips go. We all know about that
0: arthritic life. Oh, bro, <laughs> I got that arthritis in real nice when we just got up from breakfast just then. I'm oh, <laughs> fucking and knees. dinner last night. The back was not <sighs> moving <sighs> swift. I'll tell you that. Nah, for free. bro. Um, and um, what, what happens when, we're, when we get together Is a bit of uh, usually real talk at breakfast But it's been real talk probably from, from about 8.15 last night To, what is it now, 10.40am So over uh, probably 14 hours of real talk bro. Yeah, the only thing that split it up was just catching a
1: few Z's yeah, And it's right. just been a bit of that propaganda
0: Took that cold nap
1: but it was yeah, warm it was as fuck cool. under that blanket. Oh, that blanket. Go get yourselves one. Get hip to it. Twelve ninety five at Kmart. That should'll keep you warm in Antarctica.
0: Yeah, that's a that looks like some it's probably been made out of a, a dead sheep, maybe. A lot of them too. Yeah, oh yeah. Probably probably five or six dead sheep. And um yeah, I I was snoozing, bro. Yeah, you don't you don't get a bad sleep under one of those blankets. Nah bros. Um I'll tell you I'll tell you something. You got some this seems so racist bro. <laughs> Corey's cool, got a fucking cotton plant in a, in a in a vase instead of instead of flowers it's just cotton bro and I'm just sitting here thinking about my ancestors bro. Yeah. Are you a little bit offended by that bro? I, I don't know bro, it's just um feel like I'm on roots or some shit yeah. bro. <laughs> Oh, I probably should have thought twice, but I think it adds a nice touch to the apartment. As we know, there was meant to be an open inspection today. And also, you don't need to um, you don't need to put water in it. You don't need to buy buy like refill it regularly. It can oh, just no. be there. It's it's just there. It just exists in the world. I'll tell you what I like. Well, I'll tell you what first. What I don't like about your house is there's no batteries in that clock, and it's been ten o'clock for twelve hours. <laughs> yeah. So the first day I moved in to my
1: place, I. Was like, oh, I need a nice big wall clock that yeah. looks nice. It's a it's dope. Kinda, it is
0: a fucking dope clock.
1: It's a nice little piece, and it wasn't like it wasn't cheap either. And I hung it up the day I got it, mm. and for those listening, won't be able to see obviously, but um, basically, it had dropped straight on its belly, and it used to be covered in glass, and the glass smashed everywhere.
0: Oh wow, yeah, I can see a bit of a dent on it. And there the there, bottom right?
1: is just basically flat now. So, ever since then, it's kind of been butchered, but it's a nice clock. So,
0: it's broken. It's not the batteries.
1: Well, actually, I've never... I just assumed that it was broken, but I I bet if I bought batteries, I could probably work. Yeah, no, they need
0: batteries. Yeah, absolutely. That's not a bloody... um, It's it's not not a watch. It's not a watch with fucking um, solar panels and shit in it. I said, it's not an iPhone like an iPhone doesn't have a battery. <laughs> bro, iPhones have the least battery, bro. I've been yeah, charged mine like 29 times a day. Easily. Overnight, I, and
1: that shit will be done by 10 a.m.
0: But what I like about your place, and it's very easy to fall into a trap when you get a place of just buying so much shit and using your place as a storage facility, which you haven't done. Very minimal, and that's I like that.
1: Oh, you know, we, we don't have much more than what we need, bro.
0: Or there's, and there's not much that you actually do need, bro. Nah.
1: So, like, yeah, it's I kind of keep it pretty bare. As we said, people have been coming through inspecting it, so it's had to be a bit more cleared out. But, yeah, I kind of like just having minimal stuff around it. And Spargs has moved see. out a little bit as well. Sparks, so that's Shout sp- out, Spargs. The spare room's completely empty. Completely empty, but the boss man still slept on the couch because there's no bed in yeah. the spare room. And it's a good couch. Oh yeah, it's a big couch And comfy as fuck It could it comfortably fit two people sleeping on it
0: Easily bro, and sometimes even three I think Like if there was a couple Oh yeah, yeah. couples like, could sleep on didn't, that Didn't mind a little, like being tight Like a tight snuggle One of them, the TS bro um, And Rachel would love your mirror She loves mirrors, she's obsessed with mirrors Oh really? And also lamps, do you have a lamp? No lamps Nah
1: no lamp I did have a lamp But I think I got rid of it Or it broke or something But I've always wanted to put a lamp over there
0: mm. Rachel loves lamps I'm off them I'm not really like real keen on lamps You, got, you
1: guys got a nice lamp at
0: your place We got mad lamps bro It's too much Mad lamps Well we got two lamps Mad plants We got a ficus An orchid And a um I don't know the name of the other one But it's nice And it's It's fucking just booming, bro Business is a booming Oh really Yeah Bloomin', because what do I do, this I mean, is blooming? Yeah, bro, that's what's doing, bro. <laughs> Bloomin'. I what I do is I have my coffee every morning, and I have an espresso machine. Yeah, and I give it a little clean out. So I I remove the pod, and then I do I press one more squirt just to give some hot water through it. Yeah. Okay. So it's not all like built up with like dirty coffee and yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, and then when that water goes cold. Uh, like the next day, I'll put it in my plant. It's a little, so it's like a little hint of coffee. So my my plant is a caffeine addict, bro. And it is just, it is just, well, I'd say on steroids, but it's on caffeine. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't do
1: shit once before it has its morning coffee. Nah, bro. You get home and you forget, you've forgotten to water it, and it's been the least productive plant in the world, bro. It's just sitting there. Just sitting
0: there growing
1: hasn't been selling shit.
0: Yeah, bro. If if I had to feed it food like a growing kid, bro, I'd be broke. That's how much it's <laughs> growing.
1: Really? I'm a botanist, bro. <laughs> <coughs> oh. You want you need to
0: become a wedding planner, bro, because florists That's cash, bro. But I'm not a florist, bro, I'm a fucking botanist. Botanist, <laughs> almost. Or some sort of like our house is like an arboretum, bro. I don't know how to say that word. Arbitorium, arboretum? The tree, tree place.
1: I feel like if you started a tree place a, as a botanist, mm-hmm. you would
0: have to call it Rhonda's Rose. Something like it? I or think she'd like, be very appreciative. Because I would be a horticulturalist at that stage, or like an agriculturalist. If,
1: yeah, yeah. Then you would be expanding your horizons if... Any of the Z-Boys are listening to this. I mean, Clavered Attenborough,
0: bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if any of the lads are listening to this, the Z-Boys, shout out Z-Boys, tatted on me for life. Yeah, got it on my face. They will be losing it at the fact that we're talking about trees and a tree museum because you have no idea about that joke because... Because it just happened. Because it happened at Melby, but you were too lit. You were in bed fast asleep. Oh, that
0: joke! Yeah, yeah. see, I'm clueless yeah, right now. Clueless, yeah. bro. Yeah, no, I've got no idea.
1: If we were playing the game Cluedo, you'd easily be coming last because you know none of the clues.
0: Yeah, bro. Hmm. Fucking hell. Um. What else? What else? Um. Well, we nearly had an open inspection before, and oh yeah. So, so Corey, Corey's house is on is being advertised for lease right at the moment and he's he's not overly impressed with his land agents or whatever uh, and he's told them he wants to take it off the market and he's cancelled the open inspection for today and they just rock up um, and, I, and I had my cock up really basically at the time I'm getting changed because we're about to go out for breakfast and I'm just in this in the, the first room of the house so when you open the door I'm basically bent over bro no Bruno no fucking home loans at the Welcome to the Potty podcast but I I was bending over, putting my pants on. Full frontal shot. Yeah. And so she's just walked in and she's just getting... She's just cop and slab, basically. Yeah, not like... I basically almost got me too this morning. (laughs) It would not have
1: been the most ideal thing to open up to when you probably thought you were coming to an empty apartment that was ready to be inspected by the public. Yeah. And you see three grown-ass men sitting around on a couch. Yeah. One with his... Slab out, yeah,
0: and then and she was a pretty attractive young girl, so I would have been nervous maybe if I was her.
1: Yeah, it would not have been ideal. No, a bad look. It was a terrible look. So maybe when someone says it all worked out, okay maybe when someone
0: says cancel the fucking open inspection, you can't you fucking just cancel <laughs> it and you don't show up. How's <laughs> you that? Don't, sound? You
1: don't try to power play and just say no, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna
0: soldier on, full steam ahead with the with the inspection. Yeah, bro. I'm not. And power moves, bro, should only be used in business and in friendships, and. I guess that was business, wasn't it? So that was business, so So they I mean they used it in the right setting, but also you gave that power move by saying, Well, no, see ya and she was out and then you got a phone call from the, the other lady Yeah and you didn't even answer it. So power move that. Yeah. Power move this.
1: Yeah. Left a nice little voicemail but that'll take care of itself. This is a nice little advertisement for my I'm gonna I think I'm gonna become an agent, bro, and just promise people outlandish things mm. and just never deliver.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, this is the price that we're going to this is the price that we're going to fucking get. This is easy easy easy. Okay, we're just going to actually drop back by um this much money. I uh, will
1: That's not what I
0: signed up for. No.
1: You yeah, fuck. They just yeah, I think with like agents like that, they just want you on a roll so you just become a number and it's like, yeah, we represent this many properties and it's cuz I don't think yeah. you get paid with a lot of things until the business is done. Yeah. So like, if it doesn't get sold or it doesn't get rented out, or if something doesn't happen, you don't get a clip. And it's like, but if you have this role, you can market it out saying, oh, we have this, we're advertising this many properties. People are doing this much business with Mm. us. But also... But that doesn't fly with me.
0: Yeah, but do you want to be with someone that's advertising that many properties? Because how much attention are they paying to yours? Mm. Yeah, who knows? Um, I'll tell you something that happened to me yesterday. What happened to you yesterday? So I'm walking down the street to go um, catch up with my mum for lunch and it was a nice day in Adelaide, but all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, huge gust of wind, like, like G-Force, I almost got pushed out into the road, right? I hate tell, that. Tell you what did get pushed out onto the road, an umbrella of the cafe that I was walking by, oh, um, lifted out of like the umbrella holder yeah, yeah. and like flew towards the road, bro. And it was like Greenhill Road in Adelaide, very busy, busy like one of the mainest roads, and I caught the umbrella, bro, like a hero. It would have, it would have impaled a car, bro, like a big, um, big metal umbrella, bro. I caught that shit, bro, like fucking Hulk Hogan or some shit. Was it uh, light? Except Did you less feel racist. Like, huh?
1: Was it light? Did it feel superhuman, or were you like shook by how heavy it was?
0: Nah, it was light, bro. I actually caught it with one hand. I'm getting well, Unless maybe I'm that strong Maybe it was actually mad heavy
1: Maybe you just went like with one
0: finger bro You know
1: those <laughs> stories about like mothers When something happens to one of their kids And they have this rush Lifting of Lifting like, cars and shit yeah, yeah, superhuman strength Maybe you had a mother-like experience with the umbrella bro And that shit was headed for greenie And you just stuck one finger up And it was really 150 kgs yeah. But you were just like This is light, I'm saving cats
0: Yeah, and Everyone inside the cafe was watching and had their hands over their faces like this. Like, like, oh my God. Like, cause it was, it was looking pretty dire straits, bro. And I saved the day. And the dude comes out and he goes, oh, so glad you're walking by. Thanks so much, guy. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that,
1: <laughs> thanks so much. At least you got a thank you, bro. That reminds me of a time when I was at Marion in Adelaide, probably the last time I was there. So like 2007, Yeah, I was like young, 15 or 16 years old. And I was at a ComBank ATM outside the Big W downstairs. Oh, I know this story, yeah. And this lady's in front of me and she takes out like upwards of $500 cash. Mm. And to a, to a 14 or 15 year old, like that is bread. That could keep me going for, I don't know, 24 to 36 months.
0: Dude, that's easy money. Bro. Easy. And easy, so she easy takes money. out this
1: money and she just walks off. She takes the receipt, doesn't take the cash. And I was like, I was like, is this I was like, is this a gift from God? Um that she's just like left this money here for me. And anyway, um I was like faced with a decision. And I was like, Mor- what a, moral dilemma. Moral dilemma. And I was like, what do I do about this? And anyway, so I was raised the right way, I like to think. And um, I took the money out and I chased her down. It was a long wait to get to the front of that queue. 20 minutes. And I said, I'm going to give up my place in the queue, even though I'm about to go and I'm going to chase this girl down and give her her money. And that's the right thing to do. Because
0: sometimes karma comes back
1: around yeah, bro. and that's Justin all... Timberlake sang about it. He did sing. He's a good singer. He's a good artist. But... I gave her. I chased her down, gave her the money, and I was like, "Oh, excuse me, miss, you forgot your five hundred dollars cash mm. at the ATM." And she goes, "Oh my God, how stupid of me!" Snatches the money out of my hand and walks off. So at least you got a thank you, bro. I'm not saying she had to give me a couple pineapples, but but she could have at least not have been a cunt. Yeah, she could have happily said, "Oh, thank you so much. You just saved me five hundred dollars today on this Saturday." You nice 14, 15 year old boy. Yeah. You could have easily run off with that money and now I've got to go back and fucking line up again for 20 minutes to take out probably $10 and be charged a $15 ATM fee. This has got me heated, bro. This is why I've never been back to Marion. I don't, I don't mess with Marion.
0: And Marion's always busy, and there's always slow people in front of you, bro. That you're trying to get by. That's Adelaide. I feel like, like Adelaide, they they move slow in Adelaide. Dude, I was walking behind this old couple yesterday, and they were going slow, and I was getting ready to take over, uh, overtake him anyway. She just bends over and starts doing her shoelace right in the middle of the footpath, bro. What? You don't do that. You gotta check
1: your. You gotta check your six, bro. How are you gonna How are you gonna just be totally unaware of what's around you, bro? Like in New York City. Oh,
0: bro. Um, <sighs> they lacked focus in. New It's York. like you at work yesterday, bro. No focus, bro. And I hope Craig's not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> we're just playing.
1: We're just playing. yeah, it's yeah. never, no, I'm never nothing by saying you're serious <laughs> and propaganda. But yeah, bro. Americans but New Yorkers
0: in particular in New York City no focus none bro and especially in this cell phone age where everyone's no one's even looking where they're going bro and you know what I'm not doing moving for someone that's not looking they can run straight into me I'm a brick shit house bro I've been going to the gym I'm fucking I'm fucking strong I might still be a little bit thick but I'm I'm fucking strong and you can walk straight into me you're gonna get a CTE from it I would
1: like to see how any random American acted if that happened to them, they would not take kindly to that. No, bro. bro, especially especially in the wrong states, bro. I'll get myself killed. Americans are not forgiving people. I love America, as people know. We lived there for, for your case, five years, mm-hmm. bro. And some people don't have, know if they're the most compassionate people floating. Some people have that
0: concealed carry permit too, bro. That CC, bro. And I'm not talking about credit cards
1: Hate that Yeah bro Bro how do we fix the gun issue bro We give
0: people more guns That's how you fix the issue Yeah But there's We were talking about this morning There's always two sides to every issue So they've got the second amendment Right The right to bear arms So they've got the right But does that mean that you need to be Wielding an AK An automatic rifle That's like An assault rifle bro Yeah So That's made for killing people At speed high well, volumes of high people. volumes of yeah people. so that's like i've got a driver's license right? right i'm not allowed to drive a formula 1 car on on roads bro that's not legal so that's they've they're not Taking that into account in the world of guns mm-hmm. where you yeah you have got a gun license so yeah you're allowed a hunting rifle and a pistol so motorbike and a bloody v6 but then they're also letting Cunts carry around ak's and bloody ARs and M19s or whatever the fuck they're all called, bro. Yeah, bro. Cha- like,
1: on that topic, like, change in tact a little bit about, like, yeah, they're always just there's just always going to be two sides to every story. Mm. I think about that all the time with, like, especially with the NBA and the popularity of the NBA at the moment. Mm. Like, there's never been a truer statement or a league that reflects that more than the NBA. Like, the whole damned if you do, damned if you don't, that's not just, like, a throwaway line. Like that's actually what it is. Like in this narrative culture that we live in, in Mm. today of constant news, constant politics, all of that, like people have to tell a story. Yeah. And it is their, literally their job, just like it's your job to help people. It's like my job to play football. It's their job to find where the story sits. Where's the conflict? So they're going to change their opinions to fit the story and people get outraged by that and I understand why but I'm also like well no that's their job like their job is like their job isn't to give their honest opinion their job like there's obviously a certain level of journalistic integrity that the good ones have Mm. but the people just
0: hustle and try to make it but they've got they've also got bosses bro so yeah you've got journalistic integrity but if you say something that they don't want you to say you're done bro because there's a hundred people in a line that will say what they want, especially to at say. the highest level. ESPN, they're yeah. the
1: best at their craft, bro. Yeah. The competitiveness up there and the fragility of jobs, they'll be canning you, bro, if you don't meet the ratings required or if your approval rating isn't high. Like yeah. that's why they say wild stuff, bro. And like the whole KD thing, like they'll just flip that to go any which way the narrative suits. They'll be on his side If he had a played And he hadn't got injured It would have been Oh best decision ever But he played and got injured So it's worst decision ever Like It's not that they There might be some people But believe it But it's not that they believe it It's just that's what the story is Yeah So they have to fit into the
0: story And it's all It's all with The way The shift in culture To social media It's all about What's going to get hits Is going to get hits Just saying like Yeah KD's a good person And um, good luck to him Do whatever you want to do No Is turning him into a villain that's going to get hits, that's going to create discussion, that's going to get likes and comments and shares. Is there tension between him and the Warriors? Should the
1: Warriors have played him? Did they mismanage him? Like, there's two sides to every story, and generally the media will go with the negative side or they damn well be hoping for it because that's what people want to read about these days. Exactly. They're-
0: Especially in the off season, bro. There's no there's no fucking NBA and the NBA is that popular. The the store there used to be no storylines. Like in, but, in yeah. the days of Michael Jordan. There wasn't any banana boats and friendship trades and all of this. It was just we're playing and we're fucking mm. the there was only good old fashioned rivalries and that wasn't a thing in the off season. But they weren't they weren't friends and they weren't fucking working out with each other in the off season and shit. So there was just it was just like fuck, NBA's over for another 6 months. Now what am I going to do? Cuz there's there's no hockey, hockey's done, there's no NFL. Yeah. I want to watch baseball, bro. No, thank you, bro. Unless you go
1: into to a Yankees game when Aaron Judge is nearly breaking the rookie record and you're having about 1500 beers. I don't know if it was that much, but it was close. Bro,
0: the next day he broke the record He only We went to the The Yankees game And if he hit one home run At this game uh, He was going to break The all time home run record For rookies ever And He didn't hit one And then the next Fucking day At their game He fucking hit one And we could have witnessed history It's the whole like
1: It's the whole overconsumption. Like We don't know We're over consuming But Whatever it is, we've become so trained to love a certain amount of thing that we always think that more is more. Mm. And that's where the culture is of society today. It's with, that's where the NBA is. Like it's a soap opera now. Like there's fake drama mm-hmm. because we're consuming. We don't even know if it's real worse. I don't even think we care if it's real or not. So like, but that's where it goes if you want that level of money and responsibility and fame and uh, profile that comes with it. Like that level of consumption and us thinking more is always more, and the demands that are met is just like fast food, bro. Like, fast food is so cheap, and we will eat it because we're like, How good's this? We can just keep eating more and more. Mm. You're not getting hungry, and it's you're not getting um, fuller, and it's not fucking killing your bank account, bro. Yeah, but you're having a shit feed,
0: yeah, and you're not feeling good after it. Yeah, and you get, and then your eyes kind of get funny. Afterwards, like you get, you get, you get like dry eye, bro. You get that DE. Yeah, bro. And it's just like
1: we just we're just trained now to think that more is always more. Like less is more is such a foreign concept to everybody in the in the
0: new age world. And I went to high school with a guy named Nathan, and he actually had dry eyes, bro. And you could see it when you looked at him. And I and now looking back, I wonder how much McDonald's he might have been eating. His diet must have been. Yeah, or he might have had like facial eczema. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he would have had something, bro, because dry eye is not just something that anybody
0: has. Yeah. Do you have to go get ready for footy? I better go. I'll finish this off by myself. Thanks for being um, on the Welcome to the Potty podcast. ah, Thanks for having me. Good to chop it up quickly with you. Yeah. Well, I'll bloody see you in a few minutes. I'm going to finish this shit off. So, guys, um, I've got some questions that have come in. What, what is one piece of advice you wish you had when you were younger? And that's a good question because I think I've answered this question before, but I forget what the answer was. So I'll just tell you, I'll just try and think of it now. Piece of advice I wish I had when I was younger. I would say, um, well, I think, not that I wish I had, I think I did receive this advice and it's, you know, you gotta do, you got to do what you're passionate about and follow your dreams, man. And um, sometimes I used to get so frustrated with my mom because she didn't really understand sports so much or she understood it, but she didn't think I could make a living out of it. So she kept telling me to like focus on school and stuff. And that's good. And I did focus on school, but my number one thing was really focusing on basketball and making sure that I could at least make a living from that, which I managed to do for probably three years. So that was fun. Um, But yeah, I'd say my biggest piece... Of, oh, okay, I'll answer the actual question So advice that I wish I was given um, That is a good question, man Because I, I really think that I've had good people around me to, to sort of guide me in the right direction my whole life My parents, um, friends I've got a friend that's actually in jail at the moment And that's not probably the best way to start this But he, he really helped me grow as a person and he, um, he's a very important person in my life. And he's, he's going to be out pretty soon. It wasn't a violent crime or nothing. So, um, yeah. But uh, you guys can probably hear the, the shower going. So that's what the background noise is. But don't worry about that. I'll just... Um, I'll turn this mic setting down so that you can probably um, really just hear me a bit more. Um, yeah, man. I think... I think... Um, Shit Advice I wish I got I'm very fortunate to be in a position In the position that I'm in at the moment um, And it's crazy Because I feel like I give advice a lot For the, my job And also for the potty sometimes That's a good question Who sent, who sent that in? Lara Another lady I, lo- I think the ladies sort of write in more And the guys just maybe listen more or something. I don't know but I don't know, Lara, that's, a, that's actually a really good question. Um, I don't know. Doing what you love. I think doing what you love, man. Um, and probably don't, you know, don't sacrifice too much for love too early in life. And I know love is a powerful thing. But what I've learned is I've been in love, you know, 10, 15 times, bro. And I'm not even kidding. I don't believe that you have one true love, you know? And I think you, I actually believe that you can probably be in love with more than one person at a time. Um, But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, you know, have all these grand plans to, to do something with my life or whatever and throw them away for a woman. I would, and I haven't done that, but I don't think I ever received that advice, but I think it's good that I didn't do that. Um, and I would say because you guys know that I got bullied a lot when I was a young, and I would say probably don't try to please everyone, and that's a, a trap that I fell into. Um, I got a lot of racist bullshit when I was young, and I I like I would come home and I would tell my parents I want to like dye my hair like blonde or like I want to straighten my hair and shit. I hated my big lips. I hated my wide nose. Um. You know, I hated my skin because people made me hate it and I wanted to be more like them. And fuck that shit, bro. And my my dad did... My dad uh, and my mum, both of them, they taught me to love myself. Um, but... Yeah, I really think that... Um, yeah, don't try to please everyone, man. And sometimes... I've got a friend at the moment going through some shit with a new girl like he's and there's all this uncertainty and stuff and should I text her or like should I ask her to hang out again I'm like yeah you communicate what you want and if that's something if that annoys them or whatever fuck them bro don't try and please them all the time if they're if they're gonna be difficult and not want to be in contact or whatever fuck them like get get out of there you know so don't try and please everyone and that was a long answer and probably not really an answer to that question. But that was a tough question, Lara. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then I get, what's the best piece of advice you've ever heard? And this is from a person called Guy. And I don't know if that's his real name or a fake name. Maybe it's Guy Sebastian. Best piece of advice i ever heard is... Um, shit. That's tough, bro. I would say... And... This is going to sound so corny, but go with your gut, bro. I think if you go with your gut, man, that's an instinct telling you something. That's not just like a bullshit thing people say. You get butterflies for a reason. You get like a sick feeling for a reason. And you got to go with your gut. And when you go with your head, sometimes you can overthink things or underthink things. Your gut instinctually tells you what to do. And I think go with your gut is the best advice you could ever take, unless it's telling you to do some bad things. Um, what else have we got here? Have we got anything? Um, shit. I don't really see too much here, but, um, my friend, Steve, friend of the show, he's, he's uh, been on the show a few times. He did send me something. So I just want to, um, double-check it here. Uh, So he sent through this. Oh, sorry. Um, Marshae Jones was five months pregnant when she was shot in the stomach. Her fetus did not survive. On Wednesday, Jones was charged with manslaughter with police saying she was culpable because she started the fight that led to the shooting. Now... Now, that's some fuck shit, bro. That's some fuck shit. I don't know. I haven't read the article, really. I just saw that little snippet there, and I'm just going to make my assumptions here. Maybe she was out of line starting a fight. She wasn't expecting to get... If Even if she started the fight, you're not supposed to just shoot somebody, okay? So... Or if she got punched in the gut or anything. Anything that killed the baby as a result of that fight, it's not... Her killing the baby. So she can't be held culpable for manslaughter. I think that's bullshit, bro. And I just... You need to have more sense than that. It... Like... She obviously didn't start a fight to get shot in the stomach. You know? Like, what are you talking about? That she's... She's culpable, man. You know? Like, if I... Um... If I, if I go out and cheat on Rachel and she fucking... She has a mental breakdown and she goes and kills 40 people or something, you know? She goes on a killing spree because she's so mad at me. I don't get in trouble for that. She gets in trouble for it. You know? Just because I triggered her mental breakdown doesn't make me a murderer. So it's very... That's a... There's a fucking... That's a reach, bro. That's a reach, bro. That's like that fucking... Captain, bloody fantastic, Mister Fantastic, stretch, cause he be reaching, bruh. You know, I'm trying to think if I got any uh, stories for you guys, bruh, cause <sighs> that's bullshit. And I hope that I hope that that get that case gets thrown out. Um, oh, I got a I got a gross fucking story for you, bro. A gross story. Volleyball is a is a fucking weird sport and weird dudes play it, bro. And I used to play it, and I wasn't weird though. But I used to go to tournaments and stuff with my team. And they would do wild shit, dude. And I remember one tournament I went to. And it was actually in Melbourne. Um, So in the city that I'm in right now. And I went to this fucking tournament. And uh, I was pretty fucking good at that sport, bro. I used to fucking be... I used to have bounce, bro. Before this arthritis kicked in, bro. And... We went to this tournament and, you know, you you got like five guys staying in a room or something, right? So it was a big hotel room. And this... And we were talking about... There was another team from South Australia there, right? And this girl, Kelly, had a hot mom, bro. And we fucking... We were talking about Kelly's mom, you know, like that song, like... Um, Stacey's mom. We were talking about Kelly's mom. And... We fucking... Um... We go to bed at night, right? And I'm sitting... I'm, on, I'm the youngest in the team, right? So I go, I get the fucking couch like on some bullshit, bro. And I could probably sue for that these days because everything's so fucking soft now. Anyway, I digress. I'm on the couch. One of my roommates or teammates, and, and he's kind of like famous now, so I'm not going to mention his name. And he's using a little bit of strife at the moment also, so I'm not going to mention him. But he was there, and he was actually on the fold-out bed in the, in the lounge... So we're having a chat or whatever. You know how you do at sleepovers and we're, we're having a chat. And then this dude, Luke, comes out of the master bedroom that he fucking shotgunned when he got in the fucking hotel, right? He, he comes out with a rock-hard dick, bro, naked. And he's got a handful of semen, dude. And people sometimes ask me why I quit volleyball. And it's things like this. It's things like dudes... Thinking it's okay to... Bro, I could sue this dude too, bro. That's almost sexual assault, I'm pretty sure. You just come out with a handful of semen. And and then he holds his hand up with all this sticky shit, bro. His little, you know, future babies. Fucking... And he's just like, yeah, I was thinking about Kelly's mom. And I'm like, good lord, bro. I don't want to be on this dude's team anymore, bro. And... And I fucking killed that tournament, bro. And if you ask me, I probably was MVP, you know? And then I never fucking saw this cat again. Well, I did because he went to my high school. But I never played volleyball with this motherfucker again, bro. And then the next year, I made the same team. And they wanted me to go to Melbourne again. And I said, no, bro. Because I don't want to see anyone's fucking handful of skeet. So that's the kind of bullshit that cats have to work with when they fucking play volleyball. And that's why if my kid says some shit... Like, I want to play volleyball, daddy. I'm going to tell that motherfucker no, bro. Because you're going to witness some dude's boners and shit. Which you don't need to see. And I heard a story about the year that I said no to going to this tournament. The dude that replaced me, he was the rookie that year, right? And so, you know, the same guy, the boner guy, Luke, went and pissed on his bed. Stood on the bed, pissed on it. And then the dude, where's the dude to sleep? Mickey, his name was, the replacement for me, his name was Mickey. And he, he just had a bed full of piss, bro. It wasn't even his piss. You know, I've pissed the bed before sometimes when I'm drunk and I just sleep in that, but I don't want to sleep in another man's piss, bro. Especially a man that has walked into a room with two other men and he was rock hard talking about Kelly's mom, bro. That's gay. And we don't do home loans here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but it's okay if you're gay. But I'm not gay bro and I don't want to see your hard cock bro. And I heard that he was obsessed with fucking girls in the bum bro which is kind of gay as well. If there's a a nice little vagina right next door bro, you're just going to be fucking butts. That's gay bro. No offense. But we've got shit to do today man so I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Make sure you visit betwithjoel.com slash ref, R-E-F, slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. I'm probably $700 up over five or six weeks. Um, and yeah, dude, I recommend it, bro. You wanna You want to supplement your income, bro? My friends like Corey cannot do it because he plays AFL, and a lot of these bets are AFL bets. But um, friends like, you know, Michael, Steve, um, Lavelle, bro, who just won MVP of the NBA. Shout out to Lavelle. Um, Who else is my friend? Cheers, Lewis, Housemate Dan, those kind of dudes that don't play AFL, they can do this. So sign up to bet with Joel if you want to get some extra cash in your pocket. My bankroll is looking so serious right now, bro. I actually tripped over one of my pockets the other day. It was so heavy. It went under my foot and I tripped on it, bro. So, um, betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty, potty exclusive 50 for a discount. Um, then, um, you know, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about the welcome to the potty podcast, cause then you will get a referral bonus donation to the charity of your choice, bro. Go to welcome to the potty.com and check out the charities page to see what um, charities that we have already supported and continue to support Okay, so um, I love you guys. I love this shit. Tell a friend and tell a friend. You know where to find us. Welcome to the party on everything. Um, this is Welcome to the Party. And as always, bang bang.